Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. No, that wasn't quite in key, was it? Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, well, that made mine sound good. Yes. Uh, good you. evening, good day, good morning to you wherever you are around the world. Welcome to the greatest podcast for the greatest team on planet Earth, Manchester United Redcast. Uh, we're here, we've been away for a little while, but we are here. My name, Edward Augustus Matthew, Christopher Nestor. Almost forgot my Indeed. name there, yeah, but that's the way it goes. Dave and Robert are here with me. We are fans of the world's greatest team, and we enjoy talking about it, and hopefully you enjoy listening to it too. If you don't, then, you know, don't tell anybody. If you do, then spread the word. Uh, I'll tell you who's joined us on Facebook. Read some emails for you. We'll have some good fun. Half an hour talking about the greatest team on earth. Well, what could be better than that? Uh, where do we start, gentlemen? Good evening to you, David. Good evening to you, Robert. Good uh, evening. Good morning. Uh, the snow, wherever you are around the world, just be Let it uh, snow, be aware. let it snow, let it snow. Heathrow Airport is closed. Uh, n- armed police are turning people away. Uh, no more people wanted at Terminal 1 and Terminal 3. Uh, there is a mile-long queue. Five hours of delays for the Eurostar. St. Pancras is buggered. And and we are waiting for if my power and I've been doing the snow dance, not the rain dance, the snow dance, uh, because as we speak, Manchester City are playing Everton and my snow dance hopefully is working and Manchester United will be top of the premiership come Christmas. So. And that's what we're going for. So lots to talk about. Dave, let's start with you, shall we? Let's yes. go back uh, retrospectively looking at the Arsenal game. Yeah. I- interesting, you know, Patrice Evra. And then if you remember, when we got to the final of the Champions League, said, look, Messi has never got the better of me. I've always had him covered. When he makes these pronouncements, of course, former French captain before they had their debacle, uh, which was a consequence of the uh, handball uh, that, uh, you know, Mr. Terry Henry uh, scored against Ireland. Mm. When he says these types of things, he said that Arsenal are a kind of show team. They've not got the steel. They're not going to win anything. Surely that just galvanises the opposition, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah, well, it should do. And normally it works when other players kind of try to wind up a teams up like Nasri did it tries to do it the other way by saying we weren't as good as what we were making out but he seems to be able to back up what he's saying he said things before and it's come it's come to fruition and is he not right he wasn't right about Messi was he well no no one would be right about that but I think that game we watched and Arsenal just couldn't break us down could they I mean they they tip tapped the part passed around the penalty area we just sat back deep which was worrying but they couldn't get through so maybe he was right Rob Indian sign we've got over them particularly Mr Park who scored four goals against Manchester sorry against Arsenal now yeah it's fantastic I mean at the moment I think as we say, I think Evra's main point obviously was going to get flat for it is that Manchester United have got have a combination of a lot of the good things Arsenal got. They passed the ball around well. The difference is we've got the more ruthless streak and the sort of power in the midfield to back it up. Arsenal, for most of that game, were going sideways. Yeah, and th- it's very good to watch. Yeah, but, I, um, I think also our, our midfield outrun them as well. Dar- Darren Fletcher, to me, represented yeah. exactly what they were missing. While he can break up play and begin b- provide the platform for our more flair players. Oh, Arsenal yeah. just haven't I got that sort of play. I thought Anderson played really Fantastic. well. Fantastic. Like, and, 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 and was power. Re- rewarded with a contract. Excellent. Yeah, really you, know, good, yeah. you mentioned Darren Fletcher, mm. somebody who's had an interesting season. And one of the stories, of course, we're celebrating Sir Alex, or we will be mm. soon, becoming the longest reigning manager, beating Sir Matt Busby's uh, record. And one of the things I read this week about Sir Alex, 
about Darren Fletcher was. The word was he was going to Newcastle. Mm. And Sir Alex got in his car and drove to the boy's house. Knocked on his door. Imagine that. Mm. If you get that, you're going to stay, aren't you? He's got a history of doing that, though, hasn't he? He did it with Ryan Giggs. I remember he, he actually <laughs> drove his car to Torquay to sign Lee Sharp in his car. So he's got a history of doing that. And when someone like that turns up on your door, mm. it actually means something, especially nowadays where, you know, you've got the CEOs and these big execs getting involved in football with the agents. That sort of kind of personal touch with someone actually turning up and doing that old school means a lot to people, I think. Yeah. As I said, we'll, we'll give that some time. We'll, we'll give it a, a dedicated block of time, Robert. Sorry uh, to bring that up but just let's close the argument on uh, or the discussion on arsenal arsenal are the third best team in the premiership their record proves it top two are manchester united and chelsea but surely they're punching above their weight for the amount of money they're going to pay back for the emirates for the amount of money they spend on players for the wages that they receive they're punching above their weight but their fans aren't happy I think what's happening, I think they've got to a point where their stadium's paid off now or they've, they've done what they needed. So he's got the money to buy people, but he refuses. It's like a stubbornness. I know a lot of Arsenal supporters think that he's stubborn. He refuses to buy a big player. Like he won't go out and buy an English player. He won't go out and buy maybe a, a strong person who scores lots of goals or a centre back or, he, you know, he won't you, buy You say that. Didn't he buy Jeffries? Didn't he buy him as a fox in a box? Didn't he spend millions of pounds on him? He's an English player. That didn't work out at all. Maybe that's why he's, um, he's got his fingers burned. But I definitely feel they, they, they're lacking in areas and that's the problem they've got no, they've, they never replace someone like Vieira they're crying out for something like that in midfield they need a proper centre back uh, and you know they need a decent goalkeeper I mean they, they put a 20 year old goalkeeper in against well, I thought he was one of their best I thought he was really good I think he's done well Robert through the season one of the things that's occurred to me and it's something that I've argued with all the guests about is what I've been aware of through this season is how bloody strong our squad is mm. Because if you look at Dioff, who's out, Dioff is out on loan, Welbeck's out on loan, we've got various other players out on loan, others that you don't hear about. Uh, you know, there's a twin brother who we've never seen. Tom, Tom Cleverley is at West Brom. You know, what, a, what an amazing squad. It's fantastic. It has really been um, <coughs> backed up. I mean, you think, you even look at, say, the defence, you think at the moment the defence that faced Arsenal, that there was no requirement for John O'Shea, no Johnny Evans, no Wes Brown. The other Brazilian kid. I mean, it's uh, it does show we've got a lot of strength and depth. You know, in both certainly defensively. Um, I think it's happening at the moment. I think that's the our defence particularly is looking as strong as it's done in a long, long well, time. Well, you need you need Ferdinand and Vidic. They're the number oh, ones, yeah, right? Absolutely. They, they're, those two, and that's the kind of thing that Tottenham, Arsenal, other teams just haven't had. Now Liverpool. If you've got that, and yeah. Chelsea, in fact, yeah. if you've got that, it's the rock from which you can build. And it's wonderful then to have to say that John O'Shea and Wes Brown. I didn't even mention Gary Neville, <laughs> but you know, with all all these guys are waiting in reserve as well. It's like, not a bad position yeah, to be in, I, I also it? think Vidic, since he got the captain's oh, he's kind yeah. of stepped up another Fantastic, level as well yeah. when he skidded back and stopped that sort of goal line touch. I think he's... Re- uh, he's he was awesome the other night. He um, yeah. was so disappointed, wasn't it? I mean, today I had hoped, I'd planned to be coming in here being yeah. incredibly annoying because I know other people from other supporters mm. listen to this podcast because uh, it's much better than their own. Uh, and uh, I had planned to come in here and to be boasting about how we'd uh, pummeled Chelsea, I, but that, that was called off. I tell you, I don't know how 
they can play games in Russia at this time of year. And also, you're talking about the Heathrow being closed. I bet in Moscow Airport's not closed. Why does it always happen every year? Are you suggesting same? England is somehow bureaucratically inept and totally pitiful oh, when it comes to a minor yeah, crisis, yeah, overreacting yeah, enormously? Yeah. <laughs> and another thing, do you know my pet peeve the other week about Blackpool? Well, they couldn't, they couldn't even have a game because they've yeah. got their undersoil heating. They've done it again. <laughs> they are calling off their game against Liverpool, which is on Boxing Day. Yeah, well, so they they've already it, done it. They cancelled the game against Tottenham and the game against us as and well. And that means it's, it's another backlog. We've got our game against Blackpool now in the end of January, and the game against Chelsea is supposed to be at the end of March now. So this is causing issues. This mm-hmm. team shouldn't even be in the Premier League. Who? Blackpool. Why? Because they, they should have undersoil heating. It should be a prerequisite. Apparently, uh, the chairman. I think we should call Ian Holloway. The chairman. Okay, okay, what, fo- what about the bloody football they're Listen, playing? The chairman has come out and said the reason they didn't have undersoil heating was because they didn't know whether they were going to get in the Premiership or not because they were in the playoffs. And now everyone else is suffering because of it. Look at you. Since when have you changed? If you oh. don't have undersoil yeah, heating, exactly. you should not be allowed in the premiership. Exactly. You're not uh, even allowed you, in my kitchen if you how, have undersoil How heating. times have changed. Eh? Exactly. He's got those heated tiles yeah, in his bathroom exactly. now, so he thinks he's a... Good evening to you. Good day to you. Good morning to you. You're listening to the Manchester United Redcast. Uh, you can email the uh, redcast at playbackmedia.co.uk. Join us on Facebook, our Facebook group, and uh, get your links to the previous podcast, unitedredcast.com. This week, Den, uh, Ben, uh, the and Jace have started following us on Twitter. You can follow us too. All our links for Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, and the complete archives are at unitedredcast.com. And I do advise you to get the iPhone app at bit.ly slash manuapp, M-A-N-U-A-P-P. The app is free. I've got it on my phone, and it is absolutely fantastic. Can I also just mention one final footnote on the Arsenal game? That rude penalty miss that was a, a disgraceful it's this curious run up he's that's still going today. actually at the moment well, it's, it's, yeah what well, is ha- he doing with that run up though sort of started going sort of confusing himself with, yeah. yeah I think and, so and the goalkeeper yeah I mean last season I thought Andy Gray being a man for these sort of details said normally he's right foot he just stands to the left and he can hit it to the right or the left and that's what he did all last season it worked fine somehow when he's been away uh, contemplating things shall we say he's manufactured this new Bizarrely eccentric been, run. There have been lots of penalty misses this year. Yep. Mm. So Drogba's one was terrible. Yes. That was bad, that was. Yeah. 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 And they, they, showed the, they showed the picture of yeah. where he normally takes the penalty. Do, do, do it there, do it there. Do it to the right, and he did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, you know, we're going to talk about Sir Alex because, of course, he's mm. broken the records and he is the greatest manager of all time. But, you know, y- you do wonder if you were Dimitar Berbatov, a-, a-, a Bulgarian with a receding hairline who's just scored five goals and then is dropped for somebody who hasn't scored a goal in open play the whole of the season. In fact, I don't think he's scored one since uh, uh, the Champions League. Two penalties he's scored, uh, none in open play, and a guy who scores five goals in one game game is dropped for him actually breaking news it was the man united christmas party yesterday and everyone attended the party apart from berbatov and owen hargreaves who's in uh, germany having treatment really yes 
Oh, well done. What can we read into that, Rob? Hey, that'll be in your independent column, won't it, yeah. soon? <laughs> he's a keen painter, isn't he, Berbatov? He's a, he's a, he's a, philosoph- he's a philosopher, very apparently, sen- yeah. I mean, I did think up until recently that basically Tottenham had flogged his twin to us, <laughs> and he was sort of locked away somewhere in North London <laughs> still. Yeah, but then but, he, but, he but did briefly turn up recently. But, you know, when you watch somebody like Drogba, you know, yeah. Drogba was pissed off when he was left on the subs bench. Not so like he comes him, on. Not like he him comes to be a drama but, queen. But, but, fine, but yeah. some players respond to different things. They were talking yeah. about. Uh, uh, you know, who do you heckle, who yeah. do you sledge? And apparently the Australians do not sledge Peterson because that makes him play better. Mm. So everybody has their own thing. And you just get the feeling with somebody like Dimitar Berbatov that you've got to tell him you're the best striker in the world, mate. Yeah. And we're so lucky to have you. And if you treated him like that, he'd go out and score goals for you all the time. But what you've done is effectively said you were number two. Mm. No matter how many goals you score, when we play our one-striker system, it will be Rooney. doesn't matter if he doesn't score any goals, if he misses the penalty, if he fucks 12 prostitutes, if he slags off his uh, teammates and it, at the still team, embarrasses the manager, he's still number one. And also, would, would he have played against Chelsea away? My fault is that he probably I'd, wouldn't. I don't think he would have. I think he would have been five team. in midfield yeah. again. So and that, that's going again. to be the dilemma this coming... <laughs> The business end of the season, if we are in contention for things like we hope we're going to be in Europe as well, he will play that system. He will pack the midfield out. If you start playing the Madrids and the Barcelonas, yeah. Milans of this world, he is going to. Because he won't. I don't. I'd be very surprised if he goes four four two, and it will be a choice between Rooney well, and Berbatov. Unbelievably, Berbatov. I don't know at this moment is the leading goal scorer in the Premiership. Well, when yeah. you score five in one game, it yeah. gives you a good. But chance, I mean, this mate. last season he was he was second behind own goal, third behind own goals in, yeah. in the team. So yeah. to be left on the bench, you can understand well, why. He, my you know. my point is, and far be it for me to question, as I say, the greatest manager in the world, who's just you know mm. stayed longer now than Sir Matt Busby. But you get the feeling from what. Watching Dimitar Berbatov, that he is a confidence player, mm. and leaving him on the subspence uh, after he's done mm. what he's done mm. doesn't seem to me yeah. to be the mm. thing that would inspire him with confidence. Absolutely. I should also quickly say that last time I was on here, I actually said that Berbatov was, quote, a square peg in a round hole at Manchester United, and only two or three days later he scores five goals. So oh, I'm going to be very, very, be very complimentary. We've done oh, worse. I also, said oh, Park, don't, don't. I also said Park was out oh, of sorts. Oh, right. everyone. Rob, so don't worry. I, w- I should slag someone else off. I should slag Rooney off because we've he will then that. score four goals. Don't worry, mate. We've, we've done, done it. We've had humble. The one who's the one no, who's consistently every time I see Dave, we kind yeah. of look away mm. from each other like we slept with each other the previous mm. night, having had too much to drink. <laughs> which well, is a you did. Maybe I should have said deal. Yeah, yeah. No, but 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 the point is because we were so dismissive. Of Nani mm. throughout the whole of last yeah. year, and I've got to say to you, for me now, our most improved, our most mm. influential, and the one person when he gets the ball, you kind of go, some things about. I'm to sure happen. I called him the poor man's Ronaldo at one point. Still hum- is really humble. Jo- so join yeah. us with your ice cream on your humble pie. Sir. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm fine now. We're all yeah. now you're a proper member Together, of the team. I'm now confessed. <laughs> I'm now confessed. <laughs> I am a useless pundit. Uh, My name is Robert. No, don't worry. Listen. <laughs> uh, if you think you can do better than uh, Dave, Robert, and myself, well, clearly, judging what we just said, can't do any worse. Yeah. Uh, send us an email. Come and get involved. We'll read some of the emails that are sent in to us uh, in a little while. So we talked about Arsenal. Uh, we have uh, talked kind of about uh, Berbatov and Rooney, but I do want to spend some time talking about uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. 
Uh, now surpassed Matt Busby as the longest reigning manager of Manchester United. Well deserved. 24 years and change. One S- month and 16 days to this point. Still running. He's never going to retire, is he, Dave? No, and I think he's actually quoted that he um, doesn't want to retire. He's happy to carry on. And it was a mistake for him to come out before and say he's going to retire. So I think he's just going to go on and go on. Um, I think he, Bobby Robson once told him not to retire. It was a big mistake. And I think he'll carry on as long as possible. When he indicated a few years ago that he was going to retire, you could see, you know, it was a headless monster. He was a man without power. He couldn't influence, uh, you know, decisions on transfers. He was like Avram Grant, wasn't mm-hmm. he? Mm-hmm. I think now, yeah, he's, um, he regretted that. He was around a similar age to what Busby was when he walked. I think Busby left in sort of his late 50s. And I think Ferguson just thought, well, perhaps you know, quite sensibly, he'd done a great deal even at that stage and thought he could actually retire. But quitting, I think it was actually Lady Ferguson who had a big say in it. Get the the prospect of him being <laughs> home every day. Get out of the house. With the remote control. No, no, I think no. he said that all thoughts of retirement are now at the back of his mind. And I should think so too after 11 Premier League titles, two European <laughs> Cup titles, five FA Cup finals and four League Cup final wins. There you go. That's, That's our numbers, want. man. Davies, our yeah. numbers, man. He's just, he's fought so many... Fantastic battles. When he arrived, you think, you know, Liverpool, obviously that was the, the famous knocking him off the Got perch. Got that quote coming stuff, later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you think he's, he's done that. He's taken on then that, that very strong Arsenal side. He's even then the, the Chelsea with all the millions they've got. Yeah. He's seen all these different eras off. And he just seems to, it just seems to energise him. Whenever someone suddenly says, your time has passed, yeah, it's, uh, it does. It, it's the... It fuels him on, doesn't yeah, it? He's, he's built some great teams, uh, I think at least four, and there'll yeah. be some knockers that say, you know, he's been lucky to have a nucleus of young players that came through at the same time, the Beckham, Giggs, but he's Skulls. Responsible but, you know, they're yeah. all responsible for that, and as, as we were talking earlier, he was responsible for just going and getting those players, because mm. Beckham was at Tottenham as a youth player, Giggs was at Manchester City. So, you know, we, we, he's, he's responsible for where we are now and it's fantastic that we're, you know, we're sitting at this moment at the top of the Premier League and after not particularly playing brilliantly but still within a great p- opportunity to push on now. Yeah, we are well known for finishing the season stronger than we started. Yeah, so to yeah. be uh, as we were going to be before this game tonight and we don't know mm. the results of it yet, two points clear with a game mm. in hand. is Two abs- games in hand. Two games in hand yes. over Manchester City. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. And we haven't started to play yet. Yeah. That is astonishing. It is. I think, it, it, I think we'd said last time who would be the happiest out of all the big managers right now. It's got to be Ferguson. Because he, oh, knows, now. he knows that United um, have only just started motoring. And they're, already, and they're ahead anyway. So we could, if, we, if, if they do now actually kick in in, this next, uh, in the new year, you've got to be. It's difficult not mm. to be optimistic. Well, there was a really. rumour flying around that Ancelotti had two games left. He had the, nothing the, the one against us and much. the Arsenal game. If he had lost both of those, he was out. So yeah. we'll see what happens on that. Be, uh, but, be but based upon what, I mean, I don't like talking too much about the other teams. Based upon what, here's a guy that bought them the double last uh, it's ludicrous. Is this yeah. a guy that uh, uh, Abramovich chased for five yeah. years? But Abramovich has got his own issues and he doesn't like people I think they're trying up. to, it's, it's about the sixth or seventh year that they've lost a lot of money. And I think that he's probably, you know, he got rid of... Mm. Uh, 
uh, quite a few players, didn't he? The Balex, Deckers, the kind of uh, uh, Coles, uh, Carvalho, they all went. Mm. And you haven't really replaced them. I mean, their youth academy hasn't been as effective, not certainly as Arsenal, certainly not mm. as effective as It does ours. show you just can't make those things overnight because the Chelsea only started thinking about bringing on young players mm. only recently, you know, with the new the new owner. It just takes years yeah. of foundation. It's, it's silly yeah. season already, hasn't it? You've got the Chris Ewan one and then the Sam oh, Allardyce yeah. one with the chicken firm got rid of him. Ridiculous. And they don't know anything about football. Apparently one of the co-chairmen has said, I don't know anything about football, but my, my, my brother, he follows football. Yeah, they, they think they're going to get fifth. I, I just fifth wanted place. the Diego, I just wanted the Diego Maradona story to be true, obviously. <laughs> Good fun. I mean, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. absolutely <laughs> great entertainment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they'd get relegated, but it's oh, great entertainment. Yeah. Can you imagine but Diego Maradona living like near Ewood Park? I think he wouldn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> I think he'd be commuting from <laughs> London somewhere. But do you think, I mean, that's the from point Buenos that Aires. Manchester City and Chelsea, two of our biggest rivals now, in the case of both their managers, they could be gone in the next few months. The way those clubs are operated, they, they could be gone. They don't have the same security. Though at least we, we, in terms of you know, Manchester United, obviously with Arsenal as well, I'd be very surprised they got rid of Wenger. But for, that's the, the club is just run very differently. We've got a, at least our main man is cemented and in position. Mm. Those two... They could be. We could have different managers at the end of the season. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Mancini's been in charge one year to th- yeah, today, yeah. actually. So you know, we'll see what happens. Well, I think he's in the Champions League position, and that was the minimum Ooh, that they expect. Yeah. If he ca- if he gets in the top four, that's they it. will be able to attract a higher caliber of player, yeah. Yeah. and that's actually what they need to do because yeah. they don't seem to have a problem with money. No, no certainly not. And if we get Qatar, <laughs> the Qatar Royal family, onto uh, taking over United, then we'll be able to get any player we want can as well. S- can somebody explain to me? And we'll get back to Sir Alex in a little while. How the fuck, in terms of legacy, <laughs> right? You can send a World Cup to a place where you're not allowed to drink. Uh, they're not welcoming of homosexuals. You're not allowed to take off your clothes. You're going to build 16 stadia, and then you're going to transport them. What is the legacy you know in that? I won't have a thing said against the Qatar royal family at the moment. <laughs> 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 they're, changing, they're thinking of changing it to winter. And also, if what we're hearing is poss- a possibility that there could be a £1.5 million bid for United. Billion. £1.5 billion bid for United from the Glazers, and they're willing to pump in £2.5 million in total in the club, including buying it, then, you know, it's fine, they can put in air conditioning in our stadium, they can move us to Qatar, I really don't mind, because to get rid of the Glazers, and I think, if they think they're businessmen, the old Glazers, the trailer trash, they bought the club for nothing, saddled us with 750 million debt and now someone's going to come in and buy it for 1.5 billion they're going to walk away with like nearly a, a billion pounds and from my contacts in the city i've heard that 200 million that was paid off recently by the glazers apparently according to them the glazers don't have the money to buy that it was so paid in kind wasn't it yeah, uh, but the thing is, they think uh, another investor has come in and paid that for them, which <coughs> normally paves the way for takeovers because they're trying to get rid of some of the debt so it looks more attractive. But they think that someone else has actually paid the money. I've got to be honest with you, I'm not convinced the Glazers will sell. I'm not convinced they I want think that, to sell. I think it would be better for them because considering how much debt they've got left in the club, to sell that and actually walk away from it with a billion pounds when you've not actually put anything in the first place, I think it would be a good business move for them and great for us as well. Well, you know, look... You know, this idea, uh, whether it happens at Aston Villa, Blackburn, Liverpool, Manchester United, Manchester City, there's just a few off the top of my head, Chelsea, uh, who've been bought by foreign investors. I don't... I think it's kind of fool's gold because the big, the business practices are different, uh, mm-hmm. what they do. And, and if, if I come in 
Uh, I mean, I want to change the manager because I want yeah. the manager that I want. I think, like, what with these guys, I, don't, I understand the worry behind it, but I'm just thinking more about you know being more stable for a time being, money wise. But they want to try and uh, build a football profile for the World Cup, <coughs> and they've also last week done the biggest sponsorship shirt deal of all time, Barcelona, with Barcelona. for the first time, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. And that's from their kind of um, charity wing of their organisation. So they're looking to get into big areas within football. So we could be a target, and I don't know. I don't. We don't really seem to be having that much money coming in. We'll see what happens. I don't think we'll it's buy anyone in the transfer window, but we'll have to see what happens. The way the things are going, it has to happen at some point. A club the size of Manchester United, yeah. and of course, the commercial potential it's someone will swoop. someone will take someone it, will yeah. swoop. everyone sort of when sort of manchester city gets bought the press get totally carried away and think well that's it they're the biggest club forever they're going to be the wealthiest club mm. it never lasts like that that's what everyone said about chelsea we're going to dominate people will come and manchester united are too mm. simply on a cynical point of view too big a brand yeah, to, it's to, a huge to, brand isn't to, it to, you know to limp on it's in, the only the it's the only the uk moment. brand that really competes with the barcelonas and the Absolutely, real madrid they've got to be the three biggest clubs yeah. in the world yeah. Yeah. in yeah. terms of worldwide brands Absolutely. and certainly if you go to thailand and places like that they've got manchester united shops how will robert let me ask mm. you do you think in time to come sir alex be remembered what, what, what are the things that you remember most, the defining points? Well, being the sort of the age I am, I remember sort of, I became sort of more conscious about football when Atkinson was the manager previously and remembered us being this sort of slightly flighty sort of FA Cup sort of side more than anything. We could beat yeah. Liverpool yeah. on a good day. Well, a bit like West Ham. Then we? we'd lose to Norwich at the, at the weekend and so we had Brian Robson we relied on absolutely hugely. And Captain just, Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. And then he, when he turned up, it was a feeling at first. I mean, he did strip things down. These sacred cows like McGrath and Whiteside had to go. And it was, it was, and they did feel like they, were, they went back a couple of steps first before they could come forward again. So the first few years were sort of difficult ones, tough. really. I mean, it was sort of the late 80s when you really sensed when things were starting to uh, you know, turn around. But I just remember that. I remember that when he first arrived. And it, again, you just, you just weren't sure. No. Was, there, was, there was an FA Cup win that kind of they, the say, they say the famous yeah. Forest thing. I, I, yeah. I wonder if that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they, they quote all the time. At '86 is when Ferguson came, and um, yeah. my first game I saw at United was a year before last game of the season. Atkinson's last game, we beat Liverpool one nil, and then Ferguson came the following season. And I was at an age where I was paying, I was my paper round money actually saving it up and going yeah. to watch games. And we were at the bottom of the league, and I remember going to see us play Watford at Vicarage Road. We were <laughs> second from bottom, and everyone was yeah. chanting for Yes Olsen to come on. That's how desperate it was. And Brian McClare had just signed and he was scoring goals. Uh, for me, it w- I don't know. I think th- he came in and the strength. He got rid of the drinking culture in the club um, and changed it around. Yeah, he might have been close to losing his job, but I'll always remember him building that team with mm. Kanchelski's in Skulls. Oh, that yeah. 93 team was my fa- favourite well, team of all well, time. It's interesting you, you say that because, of course, 94 was the time personally where I think it defined him as a great manager because so many people were released and he had to build a team again, didn't he, after 94? Yeah. Mm. Uh, people like Ince left and then he had Mark to kind of Hughes, yeah. 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 So Sparky left and went to Barcelona, if my memory serves well, no, me. No, no, Sparky well, left and went to Chelsea. Chelsea. He went to Chelsea, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Chelsea then and Blackburn, didn't he? That was, mm. He went there Barcelona yeah. before that. Yeah. We so brave move. Yeah, two that. goes with us, didn't he? Sparky. Yeah. 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 yeah, Ferguson brought him back. Cause Atkinson flogged him uh, over there and Ferguson yeah. brought him back. And that was a fantastic um, couple of years of that Sparky that Eric Cantona combination. Kanchelski's so on the right. Yeah. Gigs or Sharp on the left. Yeah. McClare and Brian Robson coming on. Yeah. Pallister, Bruce. Roy Keane and Paul Ince weren't a bad midfielder. Michael's no, the yeah. Yeah. But I mean, But he's fallen out with players. I mean, doesn't like. When, when yeah. you hear him talk about 
Paul Ince. He's mm. never very kind about Paul Ince. Big time Charlie's. That's yeah, what he big calls time Charlie. Yeah. The self-styled governor. It is. Once, that's it. Once you've sort of crossed him, it's over, isn't it? That's the one. I mean, yes, it's a strength, but it, you know. But at the same time, it's, it's true. There's a number of players like Kanchelskis of this world. He wouldn't yeah. bother with them show anymore. Paul Ince certainly. You know, whatever they say. I mean, he did well last night because he did the video tribute, but yeah. he doesn't clearly no. like Beckham. Nah. What he says about it, he doesn't yeah, like Beckham. I mean, he, he's. He says there can only be one boss in the changing mm. room, and when people start to talk and get loud, they can't have it because it disrupts. That's what happened with Roy Keane, and he did the same with that as well. Mm. He's he's but done Roy it constantly. Keane, well, Roy Keane was par- with all due respect. Roy Keane was past his best. The, the time when I thought temporarily, goodness gracious me, I don't mean to criticise the man, and please, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, feel free to write in and say, shut up, Eddie. You we are not criticising the mighty leader. No, we're not. We're not. But but when. Yapstam was released after mm-hmm. these autobiography and we got blonk. Uh, in. We, we, we had a year or so where it yeah. was difficult because at that time he was every bit as good as Ferdinand yeah. and Vid- yeah, he was a yeah. gargantuan I, figure. I have a memory of this being in the, what, it was the old Stratford end with Lauren Blanc. First time I saw I think we were at home to uh, Blackburn. And watch Laurent Blanc come on. He had famous had the socks rolled down mm. to his ankles. He was fantastic. He was trapping the ball. Looked so elegant. Yeah, beautiful on the ball. And it's the, the, <laughs> the panic in the stands. And I think it might have even been Bellamy or something at the time. Ran at him. And suddenly the whole guy, he can't fucking move. He can't move. <laughs> and he suddenly realised he bought a Ferrari yeah, without an engine no anymore. Engine, yeah. And it was just Ferguson. At his, to be honest, at that time, his most powerful and possibly most arrogant. Because he was a butterfly collector. He'd wanted Laurent Blanc. He was going to get his man, even if it was five years too late. And you've just hit yeah. it on the head. He's yeah. arrogant. I think at yeah. the time, um, he, re- he regrets the stand thing now. But I think at the time, he had oh. an arrogance about him. He yeah. did that. We'd won the European Cup. And he was like, you know what? I don't, I, no, one, no one does that to me. Yeah. And I, knows that was a mistake yeah yeah i think so i've got some fantastic what a what a great one of the one of the players that i remember thinking wow yeah they wow. were, well, they were picking. The, I say, inevitably, they've been saying, "What's the greatest <coughs> Ferguson 11 I think we and should do that. Actually, oh, why don't we do that? Look, anybody listening, and we'll do that the next time. What a great! We've got a great idea. Thank you. Uh, very you, much. you you've been coming here for what, a year and a half now. Yeah. We, we've had to Just wait a while. No, I've, I've said a few, but you always overrule me. We'll do it. We'll do You have you started that again? Your no, mum. No, your no. mum is so <laughs> fat. Anyway, we. We'll do it again. We'll pick our top 11, mm. shall we? And then we can argue about each other's top 11 yeah. uh, in the 24 years and some odd months of Sir Alex's reign. Please Caroline Goal. <laughs> I think that'll be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Lauren Blanc, obviously, at centre back. I think, yeah, okay. No, I've got to start. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be Carol, would it? be the Italian one. Oh, no, the, Fr- yeah. the French one. Oh, no, not Barthez. It wouldn't he? No, the other he guy, the Italian. Who's the, the Italian, Italian one, one who played against Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they were cheering for him. Jemba, 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 Jemba in the midfield. Yeah. The general. Cleverson. The general as he was Cleverson. Yeah, yeah, Cleverson. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do well. There's a man, there was one Ferguson, like Ralphie Milne. <laughs> Ralph Milne. I don't think ever, all he did was teach all the young players how to gamble badly and never beat a man. Then he was just, and we never saw him again. I think he came from Dundee or something. It'd be I'd good like to, to actually Where do is the, Ralphie Milne? Probably if we could <laughs> compile the best, the greatest 11 under Ferguson and the worst. Okay, so you're listening to this podcast. Why don't you take the challenge? Why don't you get involved and we'll get uh, uh, Paul over there who's counted his money while we are talking uh, to get some prizes for you. So it's a Manchester United Redcast uh, and uh, you can email us at redcast at playbackmedia.co.uk. Best 11, best team. And worst team too. Uh, that will be great fun. Do not come here and go, oh, Eddie, I forgot. 
No, I won't forget. Yeah, I neither forget. are you. Yeah. I'll start planning now. I'll start. Right. I'll start thinking about it. Okay, let's read some of these quotes, shall we? Before oh, we go and yeah, talk fantastic. about Sunderland and West Brom. Okay, what's one you can remember off the top of your head? Any Fergie quotes, uh, Robert? No, I've, I've, got, I've still got the perch in my head. I've still got the knocking to pull off the fucking perch was my best yeah, 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 that's, that's And you can quote that. Yeah, that something like that. Yeah, that, was a, yeah. that, that was that was that was on there. Yeah. Uh, you got one, Dave? I like the um, one after the Champions League final about how he just can't believe what's happened. Or whatever. Is it football yeah. bloody hell? Football bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speak. Well, he didn't. He hasn't got everything right. Uh, he he said uh, on uh, Juan Sebastian Veron, the shadow of which we had at Manchester mm-hmm. United and they had at Chelsea, uh, but the real one was apparently playing in the World Cup uh, just uh, last summer because he was a yeah. fantastic. Who was he? Yeah, <laughs> I thought, you know, we used to have a player that looked like that, but he didn't play. Forty-six-year-old like comes out looking great. On you go. I'm the fucking talking to you he's a fucking great player and you're fucking idiots that's what he said to the press <laughs> about Varun so he isn't always right is he <laughs> he wasn't great for him. after he kicked the boot into yeah. Beckham's head uh, he said to the physio just fucking patch him up <laughs> <laughs> Is that like I'm sorry? Yeah. Sorry, and, and and Beckham's still saying he's like a father figure to him. Yeah, his dad must have thrown so many kicked so many football boots at him when he was a kid. Yeah, I think Beckham really is clutching at straws now. Yeah, so. yeah. uh, I don't know the sense of humour on the uh, club captain Gary uh, Neville. He says. Uh, if he was an inch taller, he'd be the uh, best centre half in Britain. His father's six foot two. I'd check the milkman. <laughs> 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 I'll read some more of these in a little while. Uh, so, let's talk about Sunderland. Of course, uh, Welbeck is playing particularly well. Mm, They've got two cool. other quite good strikers as well, haven't they? Uh, but um, he, he won't be playing against. But they've got a few uh, of our handoffs. So they've got the uh, boy on the wing who's done well, actually, mm. um, whose name is just fortune. gone from my head. No, not Fortune. F- former Manchester United was playing for England at the time. Uh, mixed race boy with the Afro. Kieran Richardson. Kieran Richardson. Well, five points to you, mm. sir. Thank well you done. very much. We do so appreciate it. I suppose it come out of my mouth the first time, but didn't. And, a, and of course, they're, <laughs> they're, well, as the actress said to the yeah. bishop. Uh, and of course, uh, their manager, former kind of uh, central defender for Mr. Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. They're a good team, aren't they? They, they, they are. Good I think it'd be a good game, that. You know, they they got mullered against Newcastle. Are they fifth now in the league? They, they, they they're are, fifth or six, aren't yeah, they? They've done very, right. very, very yeah. well. Very good. I mean, the teams like them and Bolton have done incredibly well Absolutely, this year. Yeah. It'd be a, it'd be a, uh, I'm glad that's actually at home because uh, that's always a tough away game. So mm. um, because we've missed so many, we've well, missed a couple of games recently because of the weather. Um, I think it's important that we've got that home game. We'll play two up front against them, won't we? Wow, absolutely, yeah. We'll absolutely. play two up, ag- uh, yeah. up front against yeah, them. Yeah, Boxing Day. Well, I think Berbatov will start all those because, you know, the, the game's coming up. I yeah, think it'll be well, well, Sunderland, Birmingham, West Brom. Uh, you, you, one imagines that Berbatov will start all three of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. but what's happened to Chikita? What's happened to Oberton? What's happened to? Uh, d- d- there's a guy called Michael Owen. Does he play for Manchester United? He's still anymore? Michael is fit. He's been mm. training, but he's not. They're trying to make sure he's perfect before they bring him back. So he's 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 on his way. He's training. He's fit, but they're just gonna just get some build some to, more strength building. And on I him. suppose he's behind. I mean, we obviously have the talking about Rooney and Berbatov, and then behind those two, so it's Hernandez. And then Owen has really fallen down the, the yeah. pecking yeah, order. Yeah, but he'd, he'd, be, he'd be, be behind Oberton. Do you player. think, like, after the West Ham game that maybe Oberton played and 
Chikorito mm. played and Bebe played and they didn't do very well. That's probably why they're sitting on the bench now. Mm. Well, they weren't ever first team. Pl- they, they're not first team players. If we're honest, mm. they're not first team. Pl- you know who the first eleven more? I mean, apart from people like Park, who would come in mm. uh, to play a particular type of game against a particular type of team, you know that Skulls would be yeah. in the first I'm eleven. Fletcher would be in the first yeah, eleven. Mm. Nani would be there. Yeah, Vidic. Uh, you certainly have Evra, wouldn't you? On one side, I think the boys taken over well, taken over from Gary. I Neville think Raphael's now. there, isn't he? He's yeah. there. You know, you got. I mean, a goalkeeper's a position. I think is going to be interesting because oh. I just don't know how long Van der Sar. I would. I, I would like. I do. I, I would like a new right back. I know Raphael's done well, but I still feel we need someone a bit more experienced. Really? Right. Well, surely you've yeah. got the utility player. Brown can play there. O'Shea can yeah, play there. No. You're covered. You're, you're covered in and the defence and a, a centre midfielder. I think like an well, like a. Well, hold on a minute. What do you want? Midfielder. You've got you've got Fletcher. You've got Anderson has just signed a yeah, new I mean, contract. You've got creative midfielder because you've only got you've skulls. Got, is not well, well Carrick is the one who's not doing well. He's going to be gone. I wouldn't surprise me. I, I like I, I like the idea of our, our, the, the German. I always call him Steinlager, but that's not his name. The uh, Steins, uh, yeah. signed a new contract. Has that was the big. It happened again because in the summer it talked about us getting Meza Ozil, and then two days later he went to Real Madrid. Then it talked about us getting Bastian Schweinsteiger for twelve million, and he's just re-signed a new contract. So they just use us as a bargaining yeah, tool to shame. do it but I think we need an attacking midfielder definitely because of skulls we just we're desperate for someone like that I would say I have to say I'm mean, a big Anderson fan I mean yeah. I, I'm not, I, I really, four year contract I really hope yeah good news I yeah. think the four year contract and I really hope he can t- step up to the plate and become our main attacking midfielder he's, a, he's, a, he's yeah. a really powerful player kind of reminds me a bit like Paul Wintz really like powerful the ball good tackler Good passer, short pass ball, and runs with the ball like good engine room player. But we need someone alongside him who's yeah. creative, like Modric or someone like that. Well, we do have we Michael can, Carrick, and we can talk about. It, but Carrick would be gone. Yeah, I, I mean, he just if hasn't it's not in the, If it's not in the winter, since, it'll be since the um, Champions League mm. when, the debacle when he was shoved off the ball against Bayern Munich, yeah. he, he's really struggled, yeah. hasn't he? Yes. I think he'll be gone. It wouldn't surprise. I don't think January because we not usually get no. rid of players in January. No. But I would say in the new no. year. I, mean, I think I think that we're getting to the point now where Sir Alex is going to have to build his final team because yeah. you're going to lose Giggs, going to lose Neville, even skulls, though Neville isn't playing. Skulls. You're going to lose Skulls. Mm. Those players through natural wastage. Sorry, as to talk about them as mm. though they are going to the toilet or whatever. Mm. But they are, they are going to not play forever. They, they are kind of even even now. You have to treat them as luxuries, really, because you can't. Yeah, you know, use them game after game yeah. after game. It's just, I mean, we've so used them more than we ever imagined. Yeah, Skulls is injured now, isn't he? He's got yeah. a hamstring or Ryan's a fight, and he's he's out until the new year. So, mm. I don't know. That's what I mean. We need uh, someone in the midfield yeah, to replace right. Skulls. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, really. Yeah. Hi guys, love the podcast. Listen every week from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm an expat Aussie. Uh, it was a big win at Stoke. I think uh, we turned a, 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 a we turned a comer. Or corner, excuse me. Yeah, I think that is. I think that was a, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was an, a, a Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee word there. Yeah. Uh, to concede in the 80th minute again, but then to get the winner was huge. Chico is looking dangerous. Uh, he's lightning quick, and I, uh, he'll run uh, uh, teams off their feet. One thing, though, I hate this uh, play acting that Nani is doing. 
although he's our best player probably right now. He dives like a little bitch. <laughs> he does go down to <laughs> hey. I, I never thought in my broadcasting <laughs> career I would ever say that. Thank you. He dives like, dive a, little, like a bitch. He dives like a little bitch. Sorry. Well done. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's true. Very true. And since when do United players worry so much about free kicks that aren't given? Evra uh, maybe should have had a penalty, but I wish he'd just get on with it. Happening so much. We haven't been our, at our best yet, uh, but it's mm. just around the corner. Rooney will come uh, back to uh, top form. Keep it up, lads, and thank you very much for that. One more here. I love listening to Eddie and Tonk on the Redcast. Well, Tonk hasn't been here for a while. So you just love me and me Because uh, I'm a Gemini You guys are spot on Listen every week uh, Whenever uh, the bosses allow us to do it uh, Rio's career is definitely on a downfall Unless there's some modern day medicine Which can miraculously cure his back problem He'll deny that's taking why, that He'll That's why he was out for eight months last time Because of that modern day medicine Then we can't continue How we are To rely on him uh, to fill the spot Gerard is officially uh, categorised as a dirty bag <laughs> there you go dirty bag and going down like a bitch yeah but what's going on with bitches and bags <laughs> I, I prefer dirty bitch myself dirty but bitch bag of bitches that tells think, you the kind I of person i am Eddie, yes yeah <laughs> uh, any 30 year old uh, would elbow a 19 year old in the face should be taught a lesson himself scum yeah i see that <laughs> gerard he, g- he got away with that yes yeah. let me just say it's a bit like um having a fight and punching somebody before they punch you in mm. nightclub oh yeah well, that's what you try to do isn't it but he did Okay. But he, but he did, he did. He wasn't convicted of anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Nani fitting into uh, Ronaldo's shoes almost completely by next season. <sighs> That's a big it? statement. Uh, let's hope Burbs can keep his confidence high and not let the pressure get to him again. When on form, arguably he's the best player in the world. Oh Interesting, isn't it? Me. Get Chicarito some uh, consistent playing time. Damn it. Uh, thank you for that from Best Nathan. Best player in the world. Better than Messi, eh? Berbatov. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's our, <laughs> Berbatov's our Messi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Right, one last... Who t- needs Messi? One last... Uh, <laughs> so, we got Sunderland, Birmingham. I mean, we, we need to be scoring two or three against Birmingham. They don't score many goals, do they? No, they've had a... They're yeah, a bit of a... I think we drew with them it? last year at St Andrews, actually. Yeah, but they don't... They don't, one, they don't they're playing quite well then, yeah. weren't they? They don't concede many goals, but they definitely do not score yeah. many goals yeah. either. And those are Fergie's men in charge as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, half the premiership managers who aren't foreign are tend to be now ex-Ferguson players, but yeah. We need to win these next three games. Yeah, it's yeah. really yeah. important. Yeah. And West Brom, who've been a, been a surprise package. Because yeah. they've been a, a perennial yo-yo yeah. team, haven't and they? And our waveform, we've only, uh, premiership-wise, we've one win, so we do have to step up. How, how many times have we lost, Rob? We haven't lost, yeah, still, but still, you know, <laughs> we're going to try, 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 you know. Wayne, so I'll say this quietly, we're trying to win the league. Wayne Rooney has said <laughs> that he doesn't believe we'll go and all season without losing like the Arsenal team did. Do you yeah. reckon, Wayne, not of you taking penalties like that, say, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he, he said, uh, so Alex, a couple more of his quotes, that lad that he was talking about, F- Filippo Inzaghi, must have been born offside. Uh, <laughs> then he said, that my, <laughs> my greatest challenge is not what's happening at the moment. My greatest challenge was knocking, this is your one, Dave, Liverpool... Right off their fucking perch, and you can print that. (laughs) Nearly there, nearly there. Yeah. Um, uh, life after management, he said, I'm such a bloody talented guy, I might go into painting or something (laughs) like that. Uh, And this is the one, I think this is the one that's most uh, uh, going to be remembered. It's getting tickling now. Squeaky bum time, (laughs) I call it. (laughs) And that's the one we really like. So we're predicting victories. 
against Sunderland, Birmingham and West Brom. We will be very disappointed uh, if we don't win all three. It's a nice run of Christmas fixtures, then then home to Stoke as well, just after. Gorgeous. Not bad. Uh, So, fingers crossed, uh, things are looking up. Still undefeated in the Premiership, Mm. uh, and uh, we look forward to uh, magnificent things in time to come. So, gentlemen, your task, should you wish to accept it, is to bring back to Daddy the best Manchester United team under uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. Now, don't get sensitive about it, because it's subjective, and everybody's going to take the piss out of your team. Yes? So, I know you're saying... Not mine. Not mine. We're talking about... (laughs) Us boys get competitive. Clearly, mine will be correct. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But uh, we are inviting you to do that, too. So, uh, send your emails in. We look forward to receiving those. And we promise to be gentle uh, with your It's the worst one I'm really looking forward to doing. That's the terrible thing. But you won't remember half of them. Uh, You won't? You just won't? I don't know. I do. I'm still haunted by some of them. Manchester United is the greatest team on earth. You can get involved in our conversations. Redcast at playbackmedia.co.uk. So, leaves me. My name is Edward Augustus, Matthew Christopher Nesta, and you, David, and you, Robert, to say Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Uh, season's greetings, because that's the politically correct oh, way oh, to say it. Yeah. Have yourself a fantastic time, and welcome back next year when we will continue to celebrate the achievements of the world's greatest team. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. If you like this podcast, you might also want to try our general football podcast, The Whistleblowers, another playback media production available on iTunes or at thewhistleblowers.net.